Hello, oh, we're everyone. Live. We're live. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is our Christmas episode of the SVT podcast. Uh, I am here with Sam, Vince, and again, your host, Tyler. So how you guys doing? What's up, guys? Hey, uh, fighting off a cold, but uh, hopefully I'm going to mute before I cough anytime uh, before we get there. So uh, apologies to the listeners if I cough directly in your ear. It's just because I missed the mute button. <laughs> uh, we've got, uh, you know, some good stuff on the docket here. We've got NFL scores to cover here, getting into some Warriors basketball, the Sharkies, and uh, fix, fishing it up with some uh, soccer and some baseball news. But without further ado, uh, Vince, let's see how far you can get before you cough with these NFL scores. Um, I already coughed once, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, but I did get the mute in time. Uh, if I can figure out how to share the stupid screen. Uh, there we go. And <clears throat> share. All right, and I believe we're sharing now. So, yeah, we're just going to go over these scores. Uh, we're going to talk more about our teams, obviously, but the Raiders did get a massive uh, win on Thursday, 63-21 to 21 over the Chargers. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, the Bengals beat the Vikings 27-24 in overtime. The Colts beat the Steelers 30-13, to 13, and the Lions beat the Broncos 42-17. to 17. We move on to Sunday. The Saints beat the Giants 24 to 6. The Chiefs uh outlast the Patriots 27 to 17. Uh Tony's got awful, by the way. Like, yeah, I don't know why they picked him up. Yeah, it's it, that that looks more and more like an L every every game they play. Yep. That trade. Uh, the Buccaneers beat the Packers 34 to 20. The Dolphins all over the Jets 30 to nothing. The Texans in overtime get the win over the Titans, 19 to 16. The Panthers with the upset, 9 to 7 over the Atlanta Falcons. God, I do not like Arthur Smith. Screw that guy. Browns over the Bears, 20 to 17. Uh, the, the the Bears really uh, yeah, they, 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 they had right. a chance, man. They, yeah, they there's had a it. couple of. Uh, Couple of plays, including the Hail Mary, was in uh in dude's hands, but in, uh, hang on. The Joe Flacco's Brown era, he is still undefeated. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't pretty though, but he gets the job done again for the Browns. The Rams beat the Commanders 28 20. Uh the we'll talk about it a little bit later, but the 49ers all over the Cardinals 45 29. The Bills get the win over the Dallas Fraud Boys 31 to 10. And the Ravens on Sunday night football beat Jacksonville 23 to seven. And your Monday night game is the Eagles playing in Seattle. That game is underway and it is seven, nothing as we stand at the moment, seven, nothing so, Eagles, uh, Eagles are up. Correct. So there we are. We have shared the scores. We're not sharing anymore. See our beautiful faces, Sam, your game was first. Let's talk about your game. The Raiders absolutely handing it to the chargers it was <laughs> six, 63 to 21 that's a record for the franchise they've never scored 63 in a game before christmas was, came early it was absolutely hilarious uh you know i'm with uh with julia here watching it on our our home screen and you know we're watching it and you know, the raiders are just scoring all these touchdowns and I, you know, after the third one, I'm just kind of laughing like, wow, like this is insane. We might put up 40, you know, and then it was like 40 at halftime. And then it was, you know, 
can we get to 70 go for it (laughs) (laughs) i was kind of i was kind of with antonio pierce to just throttle you know just put the put the put the gas on him uh as he said going into halftime um you know i i thought he summed it up perfectly at the end of the game when when they uh when the reporters were asking him asking antonio pierce about going for 70 because you could see that they were you know they were gun they were going for it um and he goes you know we've been on both sides of history you know last week we didn't score any points i'm not going to tell these guys to not score points you know like the, <laughs> they need to feel that too yeah and i actually just thought that was that was great is that you know under a, a ap team you're just going to have a team that's after it at all times that's just going for it at all times uh cuz that's his personality and i think it's um that the effort you know, it, it, that effort shows up week to week. I think he, with that much effort you put into an NFL game, because you, I think we could all agree the Raider games, the, since he's taken over, the effort just seems on a whole other plateau, not a level, like just a whole new standard of effort. And I didn't see that under the Josh McDaniels teams. Um, so I see the effort. I see the camaraderie, the togetherness. Uh, he's really bringing them together. And you're scoring um, 31 and a half points on average over the last two weeks too. Yep. Right. So there we go. <laughs> um, you know, so I just think that, you know, finally they're, they're playing for one another. Um, they're technically not eliminated from the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're working towards something. They're building towards something. And, and just imagine if this team did get in somehow, um, they could be a problem for some, for some teams that thought they were going to make it to the AFC, you know, they're, they're, they're like cockroaches. Now it's going to be um, hard to beat them because even though they did put up that donut last week and that was, that was embarrassing. Um, that defense showed up, that defense only allowed three. Yeah. So, um, and it's no longer the Max Crosby show. You have guys stepping up. Um, so now the, the defense is becoming um, an ensemble and the offense really needs a quarterback that can execute. And we're seeing Aiden O'Connell starting to execute because there's already an ensemble there um, on offense. It was just having the right guy pull the strings um, and executing an offense and getting rid of uh, Josh McDaniels. (laughs) (laughs) It's all it took guys. It's all it took. Um, I think from here on out, what I, what I hope to see is just stay competitive, stay disciplined, um, you never know what's going to happen. Try to keep winning. It'd be great to throw a wrench into the uh, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs next week. It's going to be a very tough uh, win uh, to get that W. But um, what I'm hoping for is just to be competitive and uh, give them your best shot. And you never know what's going to happen. They've been looking pretty vulnerable uh, over the past few weeks. Um so I, I just really love the the energy that Antonio Pierce gives. And um, every week, he, it just, even after a loss, I was like, I'll still run through a brick wall, wall for you, coach. <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're seeing change in the Raiders organization that we should have got under Josh McDaniels, and it never came to fruition. So I, I don't know. You don't want to make the decision too early, but, you know, it seems like the, Ra- the, the team is really motivated behind this coach and um if not uh for this package deal then champ kelly was going to get the job so um i think you're kind you're probably looking at the future general manager of the raiders i don't know if it's going to be the head coach 
Um, I think that will still play out, but I think uh, Champ Kelly is going to become the GM. I do think that. Okay. Um, okay, so let's let's hop over to the 49ers. They absolutely handle business against the Cardinals 45-29 uh in Arizona. So that that, that takes care of the uh the fourth game in of uh, five in a row against bird teams. Uh they're four and oh so far. So uh got the Ravens next week. Uh close out the bird portion of the schedule uh, <clears throat> until playoffs time. And uh, the, I think the, the the team obviously looked great. Christian Mc, Christian McCaffrey is otherworldly. Brock Purdy is now the front runner to win the MVP, and um, it might be kind of nice if both of them kind of split the award, like um, like they 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 get named co MVPs at this point. But I, I think I, I don't think that would happen because um, uh, they would they would almost split the vote and then somebody else might sneak in if that were to happen. But so I think, I think Christian McCaffrey gets your offensive player of the year. And then uh, Brock Purdy ends up with the MVP and both of them are very de- deserving of that. Brock Purdy is still averaging. Um, I think it's 9.9 yards per attempt, uh, which is like, like that th- that's unheard of that. That does Peyton Manning didn't do that in his, you know, MVP seasons. Tom Brady didn't do that in, in his MVP seasons. This is ungodly numbers that Brock Purdy is uh is putting up. And I'm I'm just glad it's happening for me. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> so I, I'm thrilled. Uh the one concern that you could kind of uh have about this game is uh Arizona was able to rush the ball um fairly effectively. Uh, but I, I'm going to chalk that up to missing your top two interior linemen. Um, not having Javon Har- Hargrave in there definitely hurt that. And, um, and, and so you were, you were Wait, you're on saying, Javon you're saying, off. you're saying the 49ers didn't get to Murray. That's what you're saying. Um, not you... nearly as much as I would have liked. Okay. Um, but okay. So, so the 49ers interior defense against the rush was, was not great is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Against the I, thought, rush. I thought you had said the other way around that 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 the Cardinals rush was getting to Purdy. I was like, I no, 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 okay. no. No. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I just um I, I'm gonna chalk that up to just not having your your top two uh, defensive uh, linemen, and so, so you know I, that, that'll that'll get fixed. Uh, I when he, I, when I agree with you, Vince. I agree with you 100 that Purdy or CMC is probably gonna be your MVPs. But I heard a great topic of debate, and I just you know want to bring it up to you and see what okay. you think. Okay. Um, some people say that you know, uh, oh my god, I've dropped like his name right now. But in Baltimore, they're they're QB, um, Lamar Jackson. Yes, could be a good contention for MVP. And the reason yep. of the argument is because he is the reason that team is so successful right now. Whereas the 49ers have two guys that if one went down or one or the other. You Tom Brady MVP. got an MVP when Randy Moss was catching 23 touchdowns from him. You know, yeah. like, like, like we've seen massive performances. Guys are like guys that win the MVP. They're able, like they, they win the MVP because the team is really good around them and they make a lot of noise. You're, nobody uh, wins the MVP that has a team that went seven and nine or eight and eight. Yeah, I do. I do think a running back and a wide receiver is a different story, though, because no. a running back doesn't. I mean, a wide receiver needs the ball thrown to them more often than not, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it's still, it, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, I guess, would be like the last guy, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
and, and and Christian McCaffrey is definitely doing those kind of numbers uh, that that LT was doing. I I, I don't remember uh, which ones off the top of my head, but I looked them up and they were it was pretty impressive uh, mm-hmm. comparing them. Uh, that being said, I just I, I think the NFL has moved on to a point where it's it's the quarterback it gets the MVP um no matter what and and just be, because because of the because position Christian is is a running yeah. back he, that that's more of a offensive weapon is offensive player of the year that's more of an offensive weapon category sure. and MVP is a quarterback uh category yeah so, i agree with you i, I just think, i think I, that's that was kind a of great debate is. topic though no oh, absolutely and uh i would not be upset if i was wrong and christian mccaffrey ends up winning the mvp don't get me wrong don't don't hear what i'm not saying okay sure uh, sure uh, it would it would be uh, quite a story, wouldn't it? Uh, could be fun. Uh, a lot of <laughs> debate talk topics. Uh, yeah, of course, of yeah, course. Fun. Yeah, uh, I'm loving life as a Niners fan right now. This is great. Um, we got uh, on Christmas Day uh, uh, playing Baltimore, and that's your Monday night game next week. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm I'm just I'm super excited. This is. Uh, this is basically the last like major game the Niners have because you got I mean you got the Rams and the Commanders uh, after, and the Rams are a fairly good team you know but the Commanders are dog shit man they're they're gonna absolutely dog walk the Commanders uh uh and the Rams is gonna be a fun matchup uh, uh they played us pretty close at the beginning of the year and it's uh and I, I think the Rams will probably be playing for a playoff spot um yeah. at that point. So uh, assuming that they win the next couple of games before we play. The Rams are going to be tough, but also um, I think Philadelphia will be, if if both teams went out, you know, um, that final game for the 49ers is going to have to be a pretty competitive game. It's not going to be like they're going to throw in, ah, we'll we'll settle for the number two seed. If that number one seed is on the line. Yeah, uh, like, and with the number one seed uh, now being yeah. the only one that gets a buy, that yeah, actually exactly it, it, this is what the NFL was hoping for was for the really good teams to leave their really good players in a little bit longer in the game, right? Yeah, you right. know, and uh, it, it, if everything lines up the way we think it will, uh, then that that's exactly what the NFL wants, and it's it's what they get. So uh, sure, yeah, this is uh, it, it. It's great for the people that are. Um, foolishly still having their playoffs in, in the uh, last week of the season. Um, we stop ours a little bit short. Um, also between us, your boys, uh, uh, out of the three of us, I already win. Um, and then yeah. I don't know how so you I'll, won cho- this I'll be week, choosing the, the movie. Oh, it definitely counts. I don't know how you won this week, by the way. Oh like, yeah. No, uh, that like was a miracle. I got teeth. Brock Purdied and, um, and James cooked and I still win by like a quarter of a point. It's Impressive. absolutely wild. I astonishing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, um, um, well, that yeah. being said, that being said, I don't know what movies you're going to pick, but uh, uh, I, yeah, yeah, to be determined, we, we still got time. Uh, cool. We, we got to figure out who's buying the ticket and who's buying the snacks. So I, I got a phone call before, uh, before the show and it was from drew and uh, he, you know, just asked me some random questions. Then he goes, Hey, by the way, you see, I'm not in last place. And I go, yeah, but you're also not in the playoffs. He goes, hey, man, it's milestones. I'm just not in last place anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, he could still lose two games and finish in last. So. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, as, yeah, as the season concluded, he was not in last. Right. <laughs> this, this is officially the worst I've ever finished in any fantasy league ever in my life. I've never not made the playoffs, seriously. 
<laughs> this is like the first time I've not made the playoffs, and it's a mind fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're literally that meme of the guy that's just staring at the empty swing set and then like staring <laughs> yeah. at the wall, and yeah. <laughs> well, all uh, right. I'm watching this game here. It looks like the uh, the Seahawks are very undisciplined. This is another false start penalty on them. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, in oh, their own good, house good. too. Exactly. Okay, so we we do got some uh, news and notes uh, about the NFL to talk about real quick. Um, after the Raiders put the smackdown on the Chargers, the Chargers uh, turn around and fire their head coach Brandon Staley yes. and their GM Tom <laughs> Telesco. Uh, they, <laughs> the autumn <laughs> wind is a Raider. <laughs> Sam, I want to note that Sam predicted this last week. By the way. He did say it would be so sweet if the Raiders are the reason why they get fired. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll give you credit I, for that. That's why I was laughing, dude. Like, we were laughing, so halftime rolls around, and um, I'm like, babe, it's it's 42-0. Oh, my God. I haven't seen a win like this in 25 years. That's like, a, the, the Chargers like, I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a dominant – like a dominant Raider win in like 25 years, to be yeah. honest. Like yeah. I can't even tell you the last time th- that I, you know, it's been so far few between. So at halftime, Patrick Sherman is on the, the halftime show, Richard Sherman or Richard Sherman. And, um, and uh, he goes, uh, man, get the Uber XL <laughs> get to fire. This guy, have him picked up at the stadium, uh, get rid of him. And Julia was laughing her butt off, man. And then the next day when he was let go, um, we were talking about it on the phone. She was like, hey, they fired that coach. <laughs> like, <laughs> so even she knew about it. But it was so good as a Raider fan to finally uh, get get a win and and, and be the reason that the, the, the Chargers are in uh, turmoil all over again. <laughs> well, they did announce their interim head coach. So they have uh, Giff Smith. And then their new GM, uh, well, interim GM, uh, Jojo Wooden. I know nothing about them. So, you know, uh, all power to you for these next three games here. That's all I can say. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Uh, another thing that they announced is Super Bowl 61 will be held in Los Angeles in 2027. So just to recap your upcoming Super Bowls this year, uh, th- this next one coming up in 2024 is in Las Vegas. New Orleans has 2025. Santa Clara will be hosting Super Bowl 60 in 2026 and now Los Angeles after that. So uh, nice. Super Bowl is kind of hanging out West for the most part, a little detour into the South for new Orleans, but staying out West for three of the next four. So that's fun. Well, Good to La- know. I think Las Vegas and new Orleans will definitely be part of the rotation. I think so. And, sure. and this is LA being part of the rotation as well. Yeah. And this is, this is the second, the second time that Santa Clara is hosting a Super Bowl. Yep. So, um, maybe they're like not in a full rotation, but they're uh, you know they, they're they're getting the chance to host it. What year and also did uh, Levi's get it the the first time? Their inaugural season. Um, it was Super Bowl Fifty, so ten years. Uh, it'll be ten years between the two of them. Uh, in twenty sixteen was the uh, the year that the uh, Santa Clara hosted it. That ain't bad. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every ten years, uh, get the big game heading your way. That's you know. I think that's part of a rotation at this point, you know? Yeah, um, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. And, and now we don't have to pretend that the Raiders are at all involved in Super Bowl hosting duties in uh, Santa Clara uh, like they did in 2016, you know? That's you know, true. They, they were like the super, the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, where like 
it, I mean, everything was happening in San Francisco and then the Santa Clara, but they're like, oh, here's the Raiders trophies too. Now it's like, you know, the, the Raiders do the Las Vegas thing. The, 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 the Niners have the Bay area to themselves basically for hosting yeah. duties. So yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not pretending, I guess is what I'm getting at there. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, sweet. I think it's uh, time to get into these pickums here. So I'm going to go ahead and start sharing my screen here for you guys. Uh, I want to say uh, congratulations to you, Sam. Uh, you broke a hundred. Good job. And it's Good based job. on it's based on win percentage. Yeah, dude. we got to do Correct. the math on that because yeah. t- like I'm only one loss from you, dude. Yeah, I know, I know. But getting a hundred wins, it's a milestone. All right, we'll we'll give you the milestone. I know it's going to be percentage at the end of the season here, but. No, congratulations. Um, you actually, you guys had a pretty good week. Uh, me and Sam virtually had the same picks outside of the Vikings and the Bengals game, which proved to uh, come down to the wire, actually. So um, I I am not mad that I picked this, but uh, yeah, it sucks that um, I know why I picked this. It's because I had JJ and I was hoping for something positive out of it. So uh, and it ended up being Addison. So obviously we're still waiting on the Eagles game. Fair enough. So but let's Eagles game isn't going to change anything because we all picked the Eagles. So true. Uh, yeah, uh, I had the best week because I had the Texans and the Bengals and you and you both had the Titans and then Tyler, you had the Vikings. So uh, yep. I win again. Yay me. Uh, <laughs> your boy's the Oracle. What's the Oracle? All right. So I'm doing something a little different because uh, Saturday games stuck on me last week. I forgot that there were Saturday games. So I kind of changed this around a little bit for this week. So starting off on Thursday, we have the Saints at the Rams. Rams are favored at minus four and a half. I feel like that's that's pretty nice to be fair, to be fair. I think that's right. That's about right. You think so? Um. Yeah. Like, like if I was setting a gambling line, that okay. feels about right. You know? Okay. Okay. I'm taking well, the Rams. Oh, I got cap sides on. There we go. Okay. Out of Rams. Bed. Nice hustle out there. Um, yeah, I'm gonna pick the Rams as well. We should do this as a snake. That way, I'm not always first. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do the next one as me here. But um, okay. Um, at Rams, I'll, I'll take. I'll take. I'll take Rams. Yeah. Okay. Up next is the Bengals at the Steelers. Uh, Bengals are favored at minus two and a half. I'm glad I got to go snake draft on this one. So uh, yeah, Bengals. go and just uh, go and start typing Bengals in for me as well. Bengals. Yeah. All right, Vince, you're on the docket here. We've got Bills at the Chargers. Bills are favored at minus thirteen and a half. That yeah, that's about where that line should be. It's the Bills. Okay. I'll go Bills as well. What you got here, Sam? Bills. All right. It looks like we're having a lot of a. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this late into the season, we know which teams are good and which teams are bad. So now here, I mean, now here's a good one though, Sam. Oh. So Commanders versus the Jets. Here's your uh, toilet bowl. Commanders oh at God. the Jets minus three for the Jets. Uh, I Jets are minus three favorites. I got to go into overtime, tie. and it's gonna be zero. <laughs> uh, that commanders. is a dog. I'll shit take the matchup. Commanders. Oh my um, God. Uh, you know what? Uh, I think the Jets get a defensive touchdown and win the game on defense. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. Well, I don't even know if their quarterback's playing because he's. I think he's got a concussion. So it doesn't gonna... matter. They all their quarterbacks suck. I know. All of them together. The combined. only way both teams. Only... Okay, hold on. I'm gonna say this: the only way the Jets win is if Aaron Rodgers plays. 
and he ain't playing. So, um, <laughs> Lions at the Vikings. Lions are favored at minus three and a half. Um, this is a good divisional game here. I'm going to go Lions. Yeah, Lions, man. Uh, they're, they're, they're just the better team. Yeah, I got to roll with the better team, Lions. Okay. They actually have a quarterback, kind of. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> up next here, we've got the Browns at the Texans. And I think Texans... CJ Stroud is going to be back. Yep, probably. and the Texans are favored at minus two and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go Texans. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Browns. I'm 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 loving the 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 old man Flacco. We're finding some uh some new juice here. What you got, uh, Sam? I'm I'm taking the young buck, C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Alrighty, alrighty. Up next, we have the Packers at the Panthers, and the Packers are favored at minus four. Go ahead, uh, Sam. Packers. Only minus four? I know. That's dumb. Give me the Packers. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know why it does that sometimes. Okay. You get excited. I know, right? Um, I'm up here. So Seahawks at the Titans. I'm just... I mean, I'll tell you the uh, the money line here. Seahawks are favored at minus two and a half. Um, if you want the money line, minus one thirty five for the Seahawks. Um, obviously, I'm going to go Seahawks. So, yeah, uh, Seahawks. I'm also going Seahawks. the The Titans have just stopped being competitive, like whatsoever. Like they don't look good at all. Yeah, um, Will, Will Levis has flashed a couple of times, but it yeah, just overall does not look good, man. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um up next, uh Mayonnaise Levis, you mean? Um up next is the Colts at the Falcons. I'm trying to find them here. Oh, Colts are favored at minus two and a half. Go ahead and uh or is that me? No. Vince, you you're up. Colts. Okay. I, Screw I, Arthur Smith. Yeah. I too am going. I almost Colts. lost because he benched Bijan and, and he ended up losing for real because he benched Bijan like an idiot. Fuck that guy. <laughs> There's your F bomb. <laughs> uh Jaguars at the Bucks. Bucks are favored. Oh my god. Bucks are favored at minus 0. 0.5. Oh. That's and that's the home advantage, I, I guess. Want, it has to be. I want the Jaguars to win, but you know, Baker Mayfield sneaky sneaky good this year. He's a pretty productive yeah, guy. They, for, they've for they've won the last couple team. of games, too. I didn't make my decision. I'm Oh, man. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Ooh, okay. All right. Um, what you got I'm going to go Jaguars, too. Oof, man. Ugh. Like, the Jaguars are playing for... Right. Oh, my God. But so are the Bucks. But you know what? I'm going to go Jags. I'm going to go Jags. I'm going to go Jags. All right, uh, Cowboys at the Dolphins. Actually, I'm kind of curious what the line is, or what the uh, spread is here. Uh, Miami is favored at minus one and a half. Um, I'm going to go Dolphins for my personal reasons. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. Give me the Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins. Alrighty. Yeah. 
Uh, up next is the Cardinals oh. at the Bears, and the Bears <laughs> are favored at minus four. Uh, you, you, uh, 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 so yeah, oh, this is garbage. Oh, this is a dog shit match. Uh, let's, um, I'm gonna, uh, um, the, the Cardinals don't quit. I, I, I will say that. Um, uh, you know, they, they, they did, they do play hard, uh, for Gannon. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it's, it's Chicago. If it's bad weather that, I mean, that, that takes out the air, you know, air attack. I, you know what? I'm going to go bears. Okay. I'm going to go bears. Yeah. Okay. I don't um, love that pick, but it's two dog shit teams. So that might be whatever. the one that ends in a tie. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that being like a 14 14, uh, you know, tie something like that. I'm gonna go Cardinals, and Connor's gonna have one of the best games he's had all season. I'll go with the Bears, okay? Uh, Patriots at the Broncos, uh, Broncos are favored at minus five and a half. Um, go ahead and pick it, Sam. Broncos, they're in the playoff hunt. Um, they're also a dog poo poo team, but they're just a a little bit better dog poo team than the Patriots because they're an absolute mess. Yeah, give me give me the Broncos. Alrighty. Okay, so the next game up here, I just wanted to show this for you guys. Uh, Merry Christmas, guys! Um, our Christmas Day here starts with the Raiders versus the Chiefs. Uh, at 1 p.m. and then the Giants of the Eagles and then the Ravens versus the 49ers to end our little nightcap on Christmas Day. So that's without... that was so nice of the NFL to give us that for yeah. our for our podcast. You know, right? What a perfect, uh, that perfect. Uh, that is beautiful, and I just I, I appreciate the NFL for doing this for us. This is this is great. I love it. <laughs> I love this journey for us. I actually think Tyler, are you guys coming over for Christmas? I'm not too sure. Are... Uh, I think we me and Lisa discussed it briefly today i'm not 100 percent sure um we're really not doing anything so i already i said we might we might not i have no idea couldn't tell you um <laughs> i will find out as as the week progresses because we have a i have a feast plan Ooh, so ooh. we're doing if, absolutely nothing if, so if we you may have show up. if you need to come over or want to come <laughs> over feel free anytime uh yeah of course <laughs> christmas day <laughs> um do you want to guess what the spread is for the vegas versus at, at kansas city uh, I mean, the Chiefs have to be minus minus three and a half. Okay, okay. Uh, Chiefs are favored at minus ten. Damn, <laughs> sixty five don't mean shit. <laughs> sixty three don't mean shit. Damn, they blew man, their. Blew the they think they blew their load last week. <laughs> <laughs> It's on you. So the reason why I did the the order of of Sam going first, me going second, is because of their games. Uh, yeah, on I, got night. I got you. I got you. Um, you know what, man? I really wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders get the win. And um, you know what? Fuck it. Put me down for the Raiders. Uh, okay. Super duper upset. Oops. Why am I not typing anything? Okay. Raid us. Okay, uh, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. They're just, uh, you know, this is a game that they probably should win. Although that being said, in-division games are always a little tricky, so. You know what? I'm rolling with you, buddy. Raiders. 
Only because I, I, uh, I don't know. Fuck, fuck Kansas City is what I feel. Um, <clears throat> Giants at the Eagles. Uh, obviously, you guys know who I'm going to choose. I yeah. feel like you guys are going to all pick the same thing, but you yeah, know. it's the Eagles in this one. Unless, unless you really like, nobody can see us when I when I share screen. But unless uh, the Italian mobster himself uh, ruins the Eagles Christmas Day, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then uh, last but not – oh, I forgot to give you that spread on that. So Philadelphia's favorite at minus 10 and a half. Um, yeah. And then uh, to end our night here, Ravens versus the 49ers. This is going to be a great game. 49ers yeah. are favored at minus four and a half. Yeah, obviously, I know who your spread should be. I'm obviously, I know who you're going to Yeah, 49ers. Okay. I, too, am going to go with the 49ers. So. All right. Uh, last chance. You guys want to change anything? Uh... Uh, looking over it. No, I'm gonna. I'm good. Okay, Sam. I'm I'm feeling good. And it is locked in. Uh, okay. I love that we're picking these games on Monday night, and it's you know we still got a whole ass week to go before we actually. Well, what are what are our percentages? Let's do an updated percentage. Like, um, so who? So you um, would do. Let's see. I'd be seventy-five divided by one ten, right? No, uh, no, you, you want to add them both together to get the, uh, what are the numbers? You wouldn't, you wouldn't divide it and then times it by a hundred and that would put me at 68%. No, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I, I have to look at it. You know? what, uh, put the, uh, put the, you, uh, your, your wins divided by total picks is what you need. So hmm. here, I'll share it back up. Okay, so for Sam, it would be 100 divided by 174. Uh, 0.57. So it's a 57% win percentage. For me, it would be 123 divided by 186. Divided by 186. 66%. 66%. And then for you, it would be 110 Divided by 185. How did that happen? How do you have one less pick than me? I don't know. Uh, whatever. Well, 59%. Okay, so I'm I, I'm ahead fairly. You know, I, I got a pretty sizable lead. What's your win percentage? A 66%. Okay. How is it? 59 and, mine, and you're mine at 57? Was what, 57? Yeah. So you guys are pretty close. Okay. What was okay. Tyler's? 59 Okay. Almost real nice. Yeah, I'll chalk up another L on there. Okay. To make, to make the numbers even here. I don't know how I, we got 185 and 186, but I'm yeah. sure I'd miss type I mean, the number. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so uh the Warriors over the last week, uh uh two and two. Uh they lose uh at Phoenix, they lose at the Clippers. And then get wins at home against Brooklyn. And then they go up to Portland and get the win there. Uh, 12 and 14, tw- 11th in the West. This coming coming games this week are Tuesday versus Boston, Friday versus Washington, Saturday versus Portland, and then Monday at Denver on Christmas Day. Uh, so I guess the thing we really need to talk about with the Warriors is Draymond Green. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, he got a flagrant two penalty for taking, you know, just flailing wildly 
and um, just catching Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, it's led to an indefinite suspension. The suspension is uh, reported today going to be a minimum of three weeks uh, while Draymond is in uh, counseling. So I guess this is the uh, this has been building for a while with Draymond. Um, I mean, like he, he's kind of like like he he does have a history of uh, getting himself in trouble. There was like even like back in the playoffs in like 2017, there's uh, or 2016, uh, the incident with LeBron. Uh, he ends up getting suspended for a game in the finals, and that ends up costing us the 2016 title. Yeah, so so it goes back way back there. It's um, we've seen little incidents like this happen, including earlier this year uh, when he got a five game suspension. And I think the NBA has kind of had enough of his on the court foolishness uh, at this point, and it's not helping the team anymore. The team is two games under five hundred, and it's 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 a direct result of him not being able to be on the court, and you know. Uh, he, he's already missed five games and now he's missing extended time uh, after this incident as well. And yeah, I just, I don't know guys. Uh, is, is it time to cut bait with Draymond? I guess that's where we're going. Is it, it are we, is it time? Um, problem is that you got to find a suitor to trade him. Um, and I just, I don't know who's going to take him other than uh, I hear Dallas might be interested um, which I think he would be a great fit over there, but you got to take on that contract. It was a four-year, hundred million dollar contract. So I think that's probably the biggest caveat in this whole situation is who's going to take that contract um, for a guy who really isn't an offensive threat. He's there for defense. You know what I mean? So is it time to cut bait with Draymond? I think the organization says no, because there's not many organizations that can handle the complexities and and what Draymond does, you know, as far as on the court that I think most teams would probably would have cut him a long time ago. So I think the Warriors just have this sense of agreement with him. Um, my opinion, I think it's, it is time to cut bait, but I don't think the organization's going to do it. Yeah. yeah I, mean, he's, I, I don't he's think making... you can, you know, yeah. it, for, for the reasons outlined by, you know, Tyler is the trade. You're not just going to cut him. Um, you know, you're not just going to let him walk the street and go to another team that can, that can use him like he could just walk on over to the Lakers. <laughs> you know? Like exactly. you're not going to just allow that. Um, so I, I don't think they're going to trade him. I don't think he's going to be kicked off the roster. Um, you know, I think now um, I think Steve Kerr has talked about this. It's just the, there's always been a little bit of um, edge to the guy, if you want to call it that. And now it's just gone to a whole other level with, with the violence, with the uh, punching of Jordan Poole, then the Rudy Gobert situation, and now where we're at right now. And I think the, on the other side of it too is like, um, you know, uh, I think some of these players know that they can get under Draymond's screen, uh, skin and get that out of them. And, you know, I think some of the, the talk afterward, after the game is also um, – I think that this conversation is adding fuel to the flame to a degree, Sure, you know, uh, with these national national conversations and players talking about it and like Yusuf uh, Nurchich, you know, Oh, that brother needs help. Um, I just think we're going to, you're going to hear more when he comes back, this is going to happen again. And I do think um, 
there's a little bit of uh, refing uh, Draymond differently, um, but to you know, <laughs> enough's enough. Like the violence, enough's enough. You know, um, so it's it's a slippery slope. You know, because he's done some great things. We've seen him do some uh, great things on the court, be the decision maker and running this offense uh, with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Like he was, he's essentially the point guard, you know, um, while these other guys are running around shooting the ball. So he's important part of the, this team's past success. And this year he's having a pretty damn good year. He's arguably the second best warrior on the team. When you look at it as a whole, when he, when he's on the court, Sure. Um, you know, we, we know that there's been issues with, um, Andrew Wiggins and Thompson, you know, hot and cold streaks. Um, so I, I don't know, man, it's just a very complex situation, but, uh, I hope whatever plan they set out for, for Draymond is, is going to work. It's going to help them. Um, I don't know if you can change in two to three weeks, but we'll see, you know, we'll see what's, what's going to happen. I just, I just hope for the best for, uh, for him. If there is something going on mentally, emotionally, I just hope that, you know, he is getting the help he needs. If, if there really is something like that going on in his life. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what else we can really add to the conversation. This is a conversation that has been happening. Um, Oh, like, you know, a, a lot of people have been talking about this. Then there's all kinds of, you know, like, it, what what do you say at this point? He's 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 being suspended. Um, it's extended suspension at this point, and um, so I need him to get help. Guys, yeah. Let me ask you guys this: Would you get rid of Draymond in the off season when when it's more likely you can offload him? And would you? Where would it stop? Would you just? Well, I'm looking at the contract right go? now. Because uh, you can trade uh, Chris Paul in in January. Um, are you would you have ter- to trade Chris Paul before the season ends because he could easily right. opt out of a contract. Right. Yeah, so uh, Draymond's got Paul. he's got two full years after this and a player option, um, third year uh, after this season still remaining on this contract. So, um, it's it's damn near unmovable at this yeah. point as well. Like 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 you said, but. I don't know. Yeah, you, you, yeah, it's it's tough to know. It's, I just, I, I wish I had a better answer. Um, this is, uh, he, he definitely. I guess what I'm asking is, would you, w- do you start tearing down the current gen of the Warriors and moving off of this era? Uh, and you know that uh, what I'm saying is offloading Clay, getting rid of Draymond, and then putting a new surrounding cast uh, for Curry. That that answer is a definite yes for me. Um, yeah. But uh, it, on the contingencies that the Warriors don't make the playoffs, like at all, which is probably unlikely. You know, I think I think they kind of fall. I mean, you got to be you know one of the eight teams, right? So, I mean, I think they're gonna make it. You know, but yeah. if they don't make it, yeah, it's definitely a teardown for sure. I mean, you, I mean, you can't. You're wasting. These are valuable time that you're getting for curry that you just don't get for players at his age like yeah. lebron and curry like what's happening right now doesn't happen this is yeah. an anomaly so you're wasting whatever precious time you still have left with curry in the tank so so yeah definitely i would rebuild it if they don't make the playoffs yeah uh, if you can 
Like, like, like you got, you got to find somebody to take, take on if the contract. You can. If you can, uh, yeah, I agree. Like, you, and, and I don't even know if making the playoffs is enough. Um, I, I, I expect you know if if they make the Western Conference Finals, then you still have the argument that you can hold it together and maybe just tinker around the edges. But this, we kind of saw this at the end of the Chicago Bulls run in the '90s, right? Like. Um, they talked about it on the last dance, how they, you know, they, they just won a championship and in 97 and then they tried to, you know, they, they held it together for one more year before blowing it all up. Um, yeah. uh, and it's just, everything is kind of riding on, uh, Steph Curry still being an elite, uh, an elite player, which he still is. Uh, but Absolutely. It, that, it, he's a lot closer to the end than he is to the beginning. So yeah, uh, got to make use of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, um, unless you guys got something else for the basketball world, uh, I was going to jump on over across the pond here. Take that as a note. All right, let's go. We're good. Um, Wrexham finally played a game. The last game got postponed. So they played uh, Colchester. They got the dub two to one. Uh, They are currently 11, seven and three in third place. Last week, they were in second. The only reason why they have moved down is because they didn't play a game last week where everybody else played a game. So they're essentially they got a game in hand right now. So next Saturday is against Newport County. And then Tuesday, I put Tuesday on here because I would assume that we're not going to be recording next week since next week is Christmas. Uh, so next Tuesday they play at Swindon town. So, you know, got another two, three months. I think we're out there about just about. So, so plenty of time. Just be a top, uh, top three team or, or, uh, you know, have to fight your way in the playoffs if you're a fourth team here, but it's okay. So they're right there. Yeah. That's it. It's fun. <laughs> that ownership, man. Yeah, you get it. You get an owner that gives a shit. It's amazing what can happen. You know. I think they got one more, one or two more open window transfer windows here. Um, so I, I expect them to be a little bit more aggressive because right yeah, now you got the uh, the January window uh, comes in uh, just yeah. you know start of the new year. So I think they're gonna have to start shelling out some more money to get some championship level players. Um, just because the the three teams in the race, man, they, you gotta keep up or or uh, fall behind. So. Should be fun. I don't know when the next transfer window is. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to put it's a January. It was January. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Well, speaking of uh, transfers here, I'm going to transition us into baseball here. Uh, there has been some transitional uh, uh, trades or and or free agent signings here uh, going on in the baseball world. Um, go ahead and uh, rally this off here for us, Vince. Okay. So uh, Jung Huli, uh, the Korean League MVP in 2022. Signed a six-year, $113 million uh, contract with the Giants. And there's an opt-out clause after four years. So uh, they, they finally get somebody. Um, it's somebody that's unproven in Major League Baseball. But he was the top player in 2022 in the Korean League. And we have seen, uh, we, we've seen former Major Leaguers go over there. We've seen other Korean baseball players come over here and succeed. So if you're a Giants fan, uh, you hope that this guy is uh, everything that that you that you're paying him to be. He he's a, a center fielder, uh, top the top of the lineup kind of uh, a player, somebody that can be your leadoff man for hopefully for six years. If you're a Giants fan and a lefty, um, so yeah. slash hits, 
Um, I saw something too in his, in his interview or his press conference. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, English is not his first language. If you're just now catching on board with that, but he did his damnedest to uh, try and speak his, his press conference in English. <laughs> One of the things he said was, you know, thank you to the Giants organization. Uh, my, my dad's name was something of the wind. Like it was a dope nickname that his dad had in, in Korea. And he also said, and thank you to Scott Boris. I'm like, man, this guy, that's who your agent is. I feel like I know Hell more yeah. about this guy than I need to know about as an agent. Love it. I love that for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Scott gets his guys paid. Love yep. that. You know, Scott um, Boris also crushed the uh, A's ownership at the uh, at the introduction. Yeah. So some, some of the local reporters were asking Scott Boris what his thoughts are on the A's and John Fisher, and he crushed John Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love to see it. You know, it was great. Get him, Scott. That's right. Get in there. Give, give John Fisher a fucking noogie, man. Just <laughs> swirly his ass. Okay. All right. Well, and the Dodgers uh, wasn't just enough to get Shohei Otani. They make a trade to get Tyler Glasnow and uh, Margot from the uh, from the Rays. They get uh, they raise people. Get uh, Pepiot. Is that his name? And then Johnny DeLuca, uh, outfielder. So the trade is contingent on the Dodgers signing Glasnow to an extension. Um, uh, if they're going to do that, so this trade's going through. Tyler Glasnow, when he's healthy, is an elite, elite pitcher. That's a great move that helps the Dodgers' bulb, uh, uh starting rotation. It helps their bullpen because he's uh, he's not leaving games early. Um, it helps, you know, it, it helps everything. The problem is he's always injured. Yeah. Uh, I think he's maybe made 20 starts in a season once. Uh, so it, it, this doesn't solve everything, but when he's around, um, that's a great, uh, that's a great sign for the Dodgers uh, at that time, you know, for that game. So. Yeah. And, and also to uh, the, the big fish that's still left uh, international wise is Morimoto. And it sounds like uh, he's meeting with the Yankees again. Um, he's already met with the Dodgers. He's met with the Giants. I think the Giants offered $400 million for him. Um, I think he's meeting again with the Phillies. So there's one more big fish left uh, as far as the international pool goes. Um, there really isn't much free agents as far as um, uh, players already in the MLB. Um, one, note, one thing to note, the Padres uh, traded – uh matt carpenter to the braves and the braves were trying to flip that uh trade and uh couldn't get any suitors so uh uh he is matt carpenter is now a free agent (laughs) so okay all right guys anything else for the show i think that covers it it. man yeah thanks guys 6 30 on the dot look at us here yes nice all right all right guys you are listening to the svt podcast subscribe on youtube and hit the bell to get alerts when we go live follow us on instagram and threads at svt sports pod slide to our dms we would love to interact with all of you beautiful people and also merry christmas merry christmas happy holidays in the immortal words of nsync (laughs) it should go without being said though we'll be back in two weeks guys so that's right two weeks yeah Two weeks. See you next year. See you next year. (laughs) Later, guys. Bye.